This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We continue. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. We'll go out to the guest line right now and welcome in a man that I thought I would never talk to again on this show after uh, he said some things about Dak Prescott this offseason where he was just telling the truth about Dak. He annoyed all the Cowboys fans, and also they had an emergency meeting with the Pivot crew to try to see how they would continue the employment of one Channing Crowder, who's kind enough to join us right now, the former Dolphins linebacker. You can catch him. 560 WQAM inside the NFL and also on the pivot. Channing, how are you? I'm good, man. Doing some last-minute shopping with the wife. I need you to forward me some money. We just left, what, Saks Fifth Avenue, and so I'm broke. (laughs) Yeah, a former NFL player asking me to give them some money. Come on, Channing. You know that doesn't work. You got my Zell, bro. Zell me a little something. So so what did you get? Anything good that that you ended up uh, getting or have to purchase? Uh, well, the wife got some shoes. We did the 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 kids. The kids. We got them up with the big paddle boats where you can paddle with your feet and steer around the lake. So that was a cool gift that I'm gonna utilize when the kids aren't. What was the best gift you ever got from a teammate? Maybe like in the locker room during this time of the year. Ooh, uh, Aiken and Dale gave great gifts. Yeah, Aiken, man, Aiken and Dale would give you Louis Louis bags. Uh, I think I still have a Gucci wallet from him. Aiken and Dale went all the way in. Um, the worst, I don't know, a lot of the big fat linemen, they'll give you weird stuff like barbecue sauce and spices and things. Overall stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, they, they, I don't know, they get a little too too eccentric or try to be too cute. But, yeah, man, no. You know what it is? It's rich guys because Aiken signed, signed his big deal with Dallas and came to the Dolphins. So I would say rich guys. That's the best gifts I get from all the rich guys I know. Channing Crowder here with us on the Zach Gelb Show. What is your view of Tua Tunga-Vailoa, by the way, as a quarterback? Man, I think he's amazing. He's a top five guy. The numbers say it. You know, people want to criticize him. He's a top five quarterback in the league. He's in the MVP race. You look, you put his numbers against everybody else, and he's right there with them. It's crazy that they criticize him for having Tyreek Hill, but don't criticize Joe Burrow for having T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon. It's weird. It's a weird thing. We talked about it before, Gail. It's a weird thing thing that has been done to Tua the injuries are there we understand that but when you watch him play at the level he's playing at I don't get the criticism of Tua he is a top-notch quarterback right now and I think we can make a we can make a good run into these playoffs now their games do pick up in intensity but that's been the one knock on him this year they haven't really beat a great opponent and for me the lasting image and he's having a really good season I'm not taking anything away from that 
is that game up against Kansas City where the underthrow, the miscommunication, whatever you want to call it on third down to Cedric Wilson Jr. And then the next play, he fumbled the snap. So why do you still believe as the games mean more and the Dolphins can go far this year that two is going to get the job done and make the big throws? That's the next step in, in young quarterbacks is making that. Like you're saying, Kansas City down by seven into the game. I always say that the great quarterbacks, you can put up the numbers you want. You can say all the, the accolades they have. You're going to be down by five late in the fourth quarter. You're going to have to put a drive together to win. The Philly game, they lost to Philly. They were, It was a seven-point game right there. I think six, seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. They couldn't finish. So I'm believing in Tua that he can make all the throws. We've seen what he, he's ate up defenses this year with numbers, touchdowns, and all this stuff. It's the finishing, and that's what the young quarterback can do. But I believe in Tua, and really the Tua-Mike McDaniel combination is where Mike's going to put him in the best situation to succeed. But I still need to see it. Like, I'm not saying this man is the Super Bowl winning quarterback right now because he hasn't been there. How the hell can I say he wins it? But I, I believe in him enough, and I've seen enough, that he's going to start winning these big games late. And that's what we're going to see. You hit it on the head. Bro, Dallas, then Baltimore, and then Buffalo. And Buffalo is rolling right now. So we're going to see in these next three weeks, he's going to have to finish the game. I promise you. I'm, I'm going to give you this gift for Christmas. There's going to be a fourth quarter the next three weeks where he's going to have to go score a touchdown to win the game, and I believe he can. Shannon Crowder here with us. So it's one thing to say that you believe in him. There's another thing to put your money where your mouth is. This offseason, he could be in line for a big contract extension uh, with only one year left on that deal. Would you give him that $40, $45 million deal contract and, and make sure that he's the quarterback of the future with the Dolphins? I would I would because there's there's not a lot of great ones out there. Even if you don't want to call them great in the league, Zach, you got to call them very good. And there's not a lot out there. We're watching some of these teams flounder around. We're watching the Jets, who is just – that was – that's the worst offense I've seen in a long time. You're watching some of these offenses get 90 yards a game and things like that. So I would give to it a big deal. And he's proven this year now. He, he, he's taking hits and he, he's not getting injured. So he's proven it. I don't know if the jujitsu worked or whatever, but <laughs> – the, the scheme behind it, and I do, I'm not naive. I, I know that he's getting the ball out of his hands very fast, one of the fastest releases in the league. But that's why I always bring up McDaniel with his success because he, him and McDaniel together, if it was still Chan Gailey running this offense, if it was some of these, <laughs> these unimpressive, I was, about, I was about to say a bad word, these unimpressive OCs that two has had in the past, I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe in the offense enough to give Tua that money. But with Mike McDaniel there and Tua doing what he's doing this season in that offense, man, I'm telling you, I don't want to end up with Zach Wilson and Trevor Simeon and those boys, so I would give Tua his money. How about Dak Prescott? Last time I asked you about him, you went viral. You got yourself in a whole bunch of trouble for just being authentic and honest, and so far you haven't been wrong. You have the Dolphins going up against the Cowboys this weekend. Your view through the first 15 weeks of the season is what on Dak? Dak played, he had a hell of a stretch. We you even got on me because I was like, hey, man, Dak's playing good ball. And you were like, oh, now you're backpedaling. I was like, oh, to the same to the what we're talking about, Zach. And you do it too. If a guy's playing well, you'll say, hey, this, this guy's playing some good ball. Yeah. If, if he messes up and if he starts, you know, going on those downhill slants that we've seen Dak do, especially in big games, you have to say it. And that's what I said about Dak, and I'll keep saying it about Dak. I need to see Dak do something when it really counts, when it matters. Just like we were speaking about Tua and that stretch he's on. Dak needs to do that, and I've seen it happen. I've seen him fold in the playoffs, what, three years in a row now. I've seen him go out there and score 12 points against the 49ers. What was it, 16, I think, the next year. Like, 
12 and 6. Son can put up 12 points in an NFL game at quarterback. So that's the thing with that guy to see. And he's been in, you know, I know Mark McCarthy took it over. He was with what, Kelly Moore before that. He had He's had weapons around him. He's had CeeDee Lamb for years. He had a great running back. He has one of the best O-lines in the league. Like, he's had all the weapons and continue to fail in those big games late in the fourth or even in some of them games in the last couple of years. They weren't even in the game in the fourth. So Dak is a good quarterback. I won't, I won't go to Cam Newton and say he's a game manager. I think that's, you know, people take that a little harder. But Dak's a good quarterback, but – He's the he's the face of America's team. And when you're there, you need to go out there and show out. In my mind, I had a four-week stretch. I think he threw for like 1,200 yards or something in them four weeks. It was impressive. I need to see it now when it counts. For the next five years, would you rather have Tua or would you rather have Dak? Tua. Why? 100% Tua. That's not the homework. I think Tua has a higher upside. I think, I think we've seen Dak ceiling. I really do. I think we've seen Dak ceiling. I think Tua still has ways to go. I think as he matures in this offense, as he matures with with a with a, I would say great, honestly. I'll call Mike McDaniel great, a great offensive coordinator, great head coach. As he matures through that, I think I think Tua, I know Tua has a higher ceiling than Dak Prescott. So who wins this game, Channing Crowder? Dolphins, Cowboys. Tell me how it plays out. I think the Dolphins win it. It's gonna be it's gonna be played in the trenches, though. The quarterbacks are gonna be the story. I've already seen the narrative playing out. These two quarterbacks, the you know, future, you know, two two. I would say teams that could get to get to the Super Bowl. Honestly, if if Dak and two, well, if you look at the Dolphins, and I, I don't want to give the cheat code to the Dolphins, but these coaches are smart. The Philly game, they got dominated in the trenches. Buffalo early in the year dominated in the trenches. That's how Tennessee beat them. Tennessee had five sacks. We only sacked Will Levis one time. He had 320 yards passing. We're, we're, I don't say finesse. It's not even a knock when you use these words. Dolphins are more of a finesse team. If you come out and try to bully them, that's when you can win, when you beat them up in the trenches. So I think after watching last week, after seeing what Buffalo did to Dallas's trenches, they have some big names up there. They do have some great players in that front. Mike, Michael Parsons is one of my favorite players I've ever watched in my life but they're not as physical as people want to say they are. So I think the Dolphins will be able to run on them like Buffalo rushed 51 times. It's a copycat league. Rush on them, slow down Micah, slow down D-Law, and I think the Dolphins win this game. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring affair, though, but I think the Dolphins win this game. Wrapping up with Channing Crowder, right now, would you go 49ers or the field to win the Super Bowl? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Bro, you promised me health, I'll go Niners, but... The Ravens are playing good ball, and they have a – I would say – it's crazy to say that defense is probably better than the Niners' defense. I would go the field. I would go the field because I've seen I've seen the Niners' injuries come up. They're going to play some very physical teams. They have three games left now, and then they're rolling through that NFC. So I would say the field, but I'm telling you, you know, you know I love the Niners. That's, how, that's, why, that's why you gave me that one. But I would say the field because there are some good teams in that AFC as well. Well, do you think the Niners beat the Ravens this weekend when you see it on Monday? Um, yes, because they're healthy. Okay. Now, how about the MVP? That's been the biggest conversation. We talked about this when I was on your show earlier in the week, Channing Crowder. You know Purdy is probably going to win it because quarterbacks get a 50-yard head start and everyone's 50 yards behind them. But I do feel like the two most valuable players in football this year have been Tyreek Hill and then also Christian McCaffrey. Yes. 
Tyreek had to break the uh, 2,000 mark, had to break the, the receiving record to win it flat out. We talked about that since week one, missing that game last week. I think he has to go for 230 in the last three games, you know, all 230 each game to get to that mark. So I don't think if he breaks the record, he doesn't get it. Christian McCaffrey, what he does in the receiving and the rushing, he is the most valuable player in football. But to your point, Brock Purdy has taken on the award because quarterbacks are going to get it. Oh, listen, all he has to do is flip it out to Christian McCaffrey. He scuttles, jumps over six people and scores. That's 60-yard touchdown for Brock Purdy. So Christian McCaffrey's success is going to get Brock Purdy the MVP. Just circling back to two before we let you run. I didn't like, even though he was defending himself, him at the podium. I thought he spent too much time saying, I don't care what people say about me. But then when you spend that much time on it, you actually do care what they say. Are there any Are there any mental concerns with two? I know he's been through a lot, but it seems like that outside noise is starting to get to him. I, I hated it, too. I hate any. You didn't have to read into it, Zach. He said, I don't listen to outside noise, but I'm keeping receipts. What do you, yeah. keep, what do you keep receipts of if you're not listening? What, what is the receipt of? So I don't like it. I don't like when players do that. But nowadays, it's this new age athlete, man. It's the new age athlete. They they have to listen. They got to go on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and all that other stuff. They have to do it. And I hate when they come out and say it. Because it, to me, as an old as an old guy, I'm I'm no old curmudgeon. I'm just like, who cares what people think? Literally, and you can know I feel that way. Who cares what people think? But it doesn't. I don't question too at all mentally. I because how he was babied and how he was so quiet and gentle and and stand. He didn't act like a starting quarterback. You know, he didn't. As I grew up watching, I would tell you to kiss. They butted if you got mad, you know, if you got if you got on them too much. So I kind of like him getting an edge. And that's what I took from it. I don't enjoy it on any level of sports, but I love it for Tua because how Brian Flores painted him as this little gentle, delicate, emotional flower that he's kind of getting out that shell now. Are you going to the Super Bowl, by the way, this year? I will be there. All right. I'm going to go for the week. I'll be there all week, you know, do, do, doing media, doing different things. I think we have a deal with the Aria. We're going to do stuff at the Aria because them damn tickets and the rooms are too expensive. So we're going to try to barter some stuff off. But I'll be there for the week. I don't know if I'm going to go to the game, but I'll be there for the week. Do I need a bodyguard when I see Ryan Clark and Fred Taylor just because I got you in all this trouble criticizing Dak Prescott? I don't want those guys swinging at me. Am I good? Bro, they love you. <laughs> we, we watch the I'm not lying. You joking, man. I told you. And so they were like, like, well, I will never come on the show now. I was like, man, I if, if you ask me a question, I'm going to give you an answer. So they do. They know who Zach Gelb is, and you have no problem with them because I told them, you're tight with me. If you're tight with me, you're tight with them. We'll go have a beer. Absolutely love it. Channing Crowder, you're the best. Appreciate it, my friend. Happy holidays to you and your family. Appreciate you, brother. Happy holidays to yours, too. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 